Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. Opening at the Imperial Theater March 7, 1936, Jubilee, with a book by Moss Hart and music and lyrics by Cole Porter, premiered on Broadway to rapturous reviews and was considered, quote, one of the great theatrical events of the 1930s, unquote, by Brooks Atkinson of the New York Times. The story is of the royal family of a fictional European country. When an impending revolution threatens their regime, the family decides to abandon obligations and pursue their private dreams. The king meets party hostess Eva Standing. The queen becomes enamored of swimmer-turned-actor Charles Rousemiller. The prince pursues singer Karen O'Kane. And the princess is wooed by playwright, composer, actor Eric Dare. When the hostile uprising proves to be a hoax, the four return to power, bringing with them the commoners who have taught them some important life lessons. Several of its songs, especially Begin the Begin and Just One of Those Things, became immediately popular and have remained part of the American songbook. Cole Porter and Moss Hart took a four-and-a-half-month around-the-world luxury cruise on the Franconia, with their families, friends, and assistants accompanying them. Their intention was to write a new musical on the trip, and songs and scenes were inspired by their ports of call. For example, the song The Kling Kling Bird on the Divi Divi Tree came about after a trip through a botanical garden in Jamaica. Playing off the recent celebrations in Britain for the Silver Jubilee of King George V, they created the plot about a royal family filled with characters based on their famous friends. For example, the swimmer who becomes an actor is a spoof of Johnny Weissmuller, best known for his film portrayal of Tarzan. Playwright Noel Coward is portrayed as the character Eric Dare, and the party hostess Elsa Maxwell is portrayed as character Eva Standing. The New York Times called Jubilee a rapturous masquerade. It is an excellent fable. The music is jaunty, versatile, and imaginative. Burns Mantle of the New York Daily News declared Jubilee was the most satisfying musical comedy produced in an American theater within the length of trustworthy memories. The cast was headed by beloved stage and screen star Mary Boland as the Queen, with Melville Cooper as the King and young Montgomery Clift as Prince Peter. The New York Times claimed Mary Boland is the Queen of the Book and the Performance, and a carnival of comic delights. Unfortunately, when Boland left the cast and was replaced by Laura Hope Cruz, audiences' interest waned and the show soon closed. Here on the November 19, 1951 episode of The Railroad Hour are Dorothy Kirsten, Janet Waldo, and Gordon McRae in Jubilee. Ladies and gentlemen, The Railroad Hour. <laughs> Association of American Railroads presents the great Cole Porter Moss Hart musical hit, Jubilee, starring Gordon McRae and his guest star, Dorothy Kirsten. 
Our script is by Lawrence and Lee. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff. And our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another great musical success is brought to you transcribed by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Good, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You know, when you go to the theater to see a Cole Porter show, why... It's just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings Just one of those things The show is Jubilee. Dorothy Kirsten is the princess, and I am her brother, the prince. So strap on your gossamer wings. We're off on a fabulous flight to a fabulous kingdom. Oh, how dull it is to be a king. And a queen. And if you think it's any fun being a prince... Or a princess. You're sadly mistaken. Dull, 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 dull. Mom... If we could do anything we pleased, what would you do? Well, I'd sit in the movies all day, watching Charlie Rausmiller. Hmm? Who's he? Oh, the famous swimmer who went into the films, Mowgli. Me, save girl from elephants, me, Mowgli. Ah, ha, ha, Really, Mother? <laughs> That's romance. Oh, uh, what would you do, Pop? I'd do magical tricks all day long. First of all, I'd make myself disappear from this dreary castle because it's dull. Dull, 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 dull. You know what I'd do? I'd sweep Karen O'Kane off her beautiful feet. That's what I'd do. Who's she? Hmm? A wonderful dancer at the Club Martinique who does the Beguine. What would you do, Diana? Oh, I'd stop being a princess and start running after the most glamorous man in the world, oh. Eric Dare. Oh, and isn't he that playwright? What a playwright, Mother. And a composer and an actor. I'm going to ditch this princess business and be a stage door Jane. Why not? Why shouldn't I?
why shouldn't all of us? Run off. And we're forgetting this is Jubilee year. I guess we have duties. Duties be hanged, Mother. Why, do you know what they're planning for us as a special treat? The changing of the guard? <laughs> special treat? Why, I see that every day. Might as well give me the king for a special treat. Dull, 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 dull. Let's all go have some fun. We could all call ourselves something romantic, like Smith. And go out on the towel. Why, sure. Father could be Mr. Smith. Mother, you could be Mrs. Smith. Now, and... wait a minute. If mm -hmm. we're going on a tear, I don't want a dull name like Mrs. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> what name would you like, Mother? Miss Smith. <laughs> royal family has disappeared. Our country faces a crisis. A royal jubilee coming up and no royalty. Call out the army, the navy, the air force, the boy scouts. Search every magic store for the king, every stage store for the princess, every movie theater for the queen, and fire that dreadful cafe Martinique for the prince. <laughs> ah, welcome to the cafe Martinique, Mr. Smith. Nice to have you here again, every evening. Uh, good evening, Francois. Good uh, evening. You are just in time. <laughs> Miss Karen O'Kane is about to go out. Uh, listen. Good evening, all you dear, dear, dear people. We offer a prize tonight to anyone in this room, male, female, man or woman, who does the beginning the best. How about it? I'll try it. If you'll be my partner, Miss oh, O'Kane. we have an entry. And what is your name, young man? Smith. Your hand, please, Miss O'Kane. If you don't mind dancing with an amateur. Uh, <laughs> you're no amateur, Mr. <laughs> sound of music so tender It brings back a night of tropical splendor It brings back a memory evergreen I'm with you once more under the stars And down by the shore playing And even the palms seem to be swaying When they begin to begin Oh, to live it again is past all and never Except when that tune clutches my Divine, what rapture serene 
thoughts came along to disperse the joys we had tasted. And now when I hear people curse the chance that was wasted, I know but too well what they Sleep like the dead desire I only remember when they begin the beginning. Oh, yes, let them begin the beginning. Suddenly know what heaven we're in when they begin the beginning. When they begin the You've been all my life. I've been having such a dull time up until now. You too? Well, it's going to be fun, fun, fun from now on. You know, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. What are you thinking of? Hmm? Oh, I, I was wondering if my sister is having as much fun as I am. I think it's superb, the romantic way we two met, Miss... Uh, Miss Smith. Miss Smith. Now, I want to know all about you. Who you are, where you came from, are you happy, are you in love? No nonsense now. I want to know everything. Uh, why, that's a speech from your play, The Silver Trap, Mr. Dare. Isn't it, though? Uh, tell me all. Well, uh, at the moment, I'm superbly happy. And also, just at the moment, I'm a little in love. I think. But love doesn't belong in a dingy pub like this, alongside a stage door. Love needs a proper setting, the deck of a ship, a windblown hill. I know that speech. It's from your play, The Apex. You're quite mistaken. You don't think I just go around quoting speeches from an old play of mine? What's it from, then? My new play. <sighs> I think the lines I like best are from the song you wrote for your first operetta. Do you remember it? Every word. And 
Except I don't agree with that last line. How would you change it? Well, I would sing it this way. But Come, I'm going to take you to the biggest masquerade ball of the year. Everybody who's anybody will be there. If you're there, that's all I care. Mother, is that you behind the mask? Oh, shh. Don't tell anybody. I'm here with Eric Zare, Mother. Imagine. Who's your date? Oh, you'll never believe this. But it's Mowgli in person. <laughs> and Karen O'Kane brought the prince. Well, this family must have mounted police blood. We get our man. <laughs> and how about father? He's having the time of his life working magic tricks. <laughs> Isn't it fun being people? Ladies and gentlemen, I have an important announcement. Oh. It's that old bore, the prime minister. We have the most terrible news. The royal family has disappeared. Oh. Be calm, everybody. I have reason to believe that the royal family is in this room, and we demand that they step forward and unmask themselves. Why, we'll do nothing of the kind. Oh. <laughs> Your Majesty, ladies and gentlemen, the Queen. Your oh, foof. <laughs> the King. Fiddlesticks. The Prince and the Princess. This is it, dear. No more fun. Ladies and gentlemen, I place you all upon your honor not to reveal what has happened here tonight. Remember, the king can do no wrong. And the whole trouble is the queen can't either. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you were a princess, Diana. Uh, Miss Smith, uh, uh, your highness. I guess this is goodbye, Eric. Well, Karen, every merry-go-round has to stop sometime, I guess. So it's goodbye, dear, and amen. It's open, we'll meet now and then. It was great fun, but it was just one of those Turn for the second act of Jubilee in just a moment. Thanksgiving Day with roast turkey, cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie. And with the pause it gives us to return thanks for the many blessings we enjoy is a uniquely American holiday. Although peoples in many lands and for thousands of years have celebrated the completion of a successful harvest, nowhere has the season of Thanksgiving become so rooted in tradition and gained such deep meaning as here in the United States. For to the Plymouth colonists, a successful crop after a difficult year meant much more than mere survival. It meant that the tiny foothold in their search for religious and political freedom in America had been made more secure. In the more than 300 years since that first Thanksgiving Day, 
American agriculture and industry have grown and prospered in this spirit of freedom. And with our unparalleled productive power, a wilderness which was able to support only scattered Indian tribes has become the home of 150 million persons who produce more, live better, and enjoy more freedom than any other people on Earth. Essential to our production, to our daily lives, and to the defense of our freedom are our railroads, carrying the bulk of the products of farm, forest, factory, and mine, moving more tons of freight, more miles between cities than all other forms of transportation combined. For in America, with its great distances and vast production, only railroads can and do provide the truly all-season, all-commodity, low-cost transportation service that is so necessary. Just as the railroads bring us most of the things we need and use every day, so too will they bring the many things we will enjoy on this Thanksgiving Day. Hi, this is Porchlight Audience Services Manager August Compton. Thank you for listening to WPMT. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration and hope you enjoy the show. And now here is Act Two of Jubilee, starring Gordon McRae as the prince and Dorothy Kirsten as the princess. Nasty castle this is. Oh, you can say that again. Well, we might all go down and see if the tulips have come up. Oh, what fun. Oh, do let's go down and see if the tulips have come up. Doesn't it sound jolly? Ripping. <laughs> and tomorrow we can go down and look at the petunias. Oh, I'm so sick of it. Oh, let's face it, Diana. Our lives are dreary beyond words. But it's worse now, it's much worse We've had a taste of something real for the first time in our lives Mama, was it like this when you were young? Well, this is probably hard to believe But your father was romantic on occasion On occasion? <laughs> Marie, please There was a song that came out the year we were married about another Marie, probably a serving maid And all the old oom-papa German bands used to play it Oh, I can still hear it Yes, it was our favorite song Children, sing it for us, you ought to know it I rocked you to sleep with it Mama, your highness, you kept us awake with it You ought to see little me and Marie by the old sea by the ocean we sat and we pet and we pecked and we swept out to the side. You may have been to Paris and had both of your eyes open wide, but you ought to see me and Marie by the old sea. And had both of your eyes opened wide But you 
That's wonderful. Hank, do you think we could revive it for the Jubilee? Yeah, maybe. And do you realize that the Jubilee's tomorrow? Tomorrow? Why, it seems like yesterday. It seems like yesterday. Children, I'm going to take your father for a little walk. He needs airing. <laughs> Come along, Hank. Oh, dear. Same here. At least they had some romance in those days. And we never will. And I'll never see him again, Jimmy. I wish I could do something to help you, Diana. Gosh, I, I wish I could do something to help me. We've both got a smile, a royal smile, and say... It was just one of those things Just one of those crazy flings One of those bells that now and then ring Just one of those things brother, but polish up our coronets and get ready for the jubilee. Hip, hip, hooray. We hereby declare that it is jubilee time. Hip, hip. Hooray! Hip, hip. Hooray! Oh, Hank, you look so do you, Marie. Jimmy, your coronet's on crooked. Yes, Mother. And now, here is His Majesty's list of Jubilee honors. Eric Nair, our most illustrious playwright, a knighthood. Oh, oh good. Rise, Sir Eric. Charles Rouse-Miller, it is Her Majesty's pleasure to create for you the Office of Commissioner of Aquatics. And Karen O'Kane, you are made part of the royal household with title of Commissioner of the Royal Dance. And now, ladies and gentlemen, His Majesty, the King. Loyal subjects, my message for this jubilee year is do it now. When there's life to be lived, fun to be had, live it, have it. That's why we've made all these fun people part of our royal household. Uh, children, explain what I mean while I show everybody my latest magic trick. Sure, Pop. Sage who has found that upon it. 
see here an ordinary piece of string. Now watch it closely, and you will see me by a simple flick of the wrist turn it into a sailor's knot. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Just plain string. <laughs> Nothing seems to have happened. Oh, yes, Father, a lot has happened. It certainly has. Why don't we all dance? But the trick, it's a very good trick. Now, just one. I think we better dance. Oh, all right. Everybody dance. This is a royal order. Let them begin the begin. Smith. And we suddenly know. Lovely Dorothy Kearson will be back in just a moment. And meanwhile, thanks to our cast, Lee Benaderet, Joseph Kearns, Carlton Young, Janet Waldo, Ted Osborne, Marvin Miller, and our entire company. Jubilee with words and music by Cole Porter and book by Moss Hart was dramatized for The Railroad Hour by Lawrence and Lee. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this time by the American Railroads. Today, we take for granted the division of the United States into four standard time zones. But once, there were almost as many different times in America as there were communities. This confusion, in which no one knew what time it really was, ended on November 18th, just 68 years ago, when railroads standardized time to bring order to their schedules. Thirty-five years later, Congress made the new time system official by legislation. Standardization of time by railroads is just one of the ways your railroads have helped in building a nation where more people enjoy more of the good things of life than anywhere else on earth. Oh, what a lovely princess you were, Dorothy. Ah, and you were a prince of a prince, Gordon. Only, the next time, do I have to be your sister? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Dorothy, we can do better than that next Monday. We'll spend the whole half hour singing... Kiss me again, and uh, doing it occasionally. Mademoiselle Mazie. Oui, oui, uh, bonsoir, Dorothy. Bonsoir. All aboard. Well, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next week, and Victor Herbert's Mademoiselle Modiste, this is Gordon McRae saying goodbye. was transcribed in Hollywood and presented by special arrangement with Tams Whitmark Music Library. Gordon McRae can be seen in Warner Brothers' Starlift. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. 
This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroads. Now stay tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC. Despite its popular success, Jubilee was not signed by a theatrical leasing company for stock or amateur performances after its initial run. Performances between 1936 and 1948 were negotiated directly by the producers, Max Gordon and Sam Harris, out of their offices at the Music Box Theater. In 1948, the St. Louis Muni Opera produced Jubilee, but the orchestrations, of which there were no copies, were lost in transit back to the music box following the production. Thereafter, Jubilee became a lost show. It was not produced for 40 years afterwards. In 1985, the New Amsterdam Theatre Company hired Larry Moore to reconstruct the show. It was performed in 1986 as part of their series of classic musicals presented in concert at the Town Hall in New York. Alison Reed played Karen, Carol Shelley was Eva, and Patrick Quinn was Eric, with an ensemble that included future star Rebecca Luker. Today's star, Dorothy Kirsten, debuted at the Metropolitan Opera with the role of Mimi in La Boheme on December 1st, 1945, and continued to sing with the Met for the next 30 years. While she performed primarily in the United States, she did perform in Europe at times and gave performances in the USSR in 1962, singing Violetta in La Traviata at the Bolshoi Opera. Her last performance with the Met was on February 10, 1979, as the title role in Tosca. Janet Waldo, who played Princess Diana, may be best remembered as the voice of the animated character Judy Jetson. In 1990, shortly after completing her recording work on Jetson's The Movie, Waldo was abruptly replaced with then-popular pop star Tiffany. The executive decision of Universal Pictures caused casting director Andrea Romano to say it was, quote, a huge mistake on so many levels, unquote, and Romano asked that her name be removed from the credits. Ironically, voice director Gordon Hunt reportedly asked Tiffany during recording to sound more like Waldo. By the time of the film's release, Tiffany's fame had waned, and the movie version of The Jetsons was a box office flop and a critical failure, with many of the negative reviews directed at Tiffany's acting as the replacement of the original voice of Judy Jetson. Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. Thank you.